you ready? I said, are you ready for Let's Talk World Hockey? And now, here are our hosts, Beth and Zach. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the hockey show and the 38th episode of Let's Talk Woe Hockey. Before I even introduce us, we got to give huge t- taps to our friend Jules. That video is amazing. <laughs> that was absolutely phenomenal. I'm here for it. Absolutely here for it. Of course, this is Let's Talk Woe Hockey. We are brought to you by Five in a Game Sports Network. I am Beth, joined as always by my dude, Zach. How you doing on this wonderful Thursday, my friend? Uh, doing good. Can't complain. Um, you know, the NHL All-Star voting on Twitter is officially open. So, sorry in advance to everyone who's who follows us or the <sighs> podcast accounts. It's going to be stupid for the next, like, three days of just massive, massive voting There's pushes for a bunch of guys. So much voting pushes, and we're actually going to get to that here in just a couple moments. But, but if other, than, other than that, I'm good, though. Other than that, I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm actually off until Tuesday, so... When we record on Sunday, the studio is going to look different because my mission for this weekend is actually to rearrange. Um, There you go. And maybe make the jerseys a little more prominent. Maybe a few more. I mean, you kind of have to. I mean, I mean, you have to. I mean, whenever my office gets set up, because like when my parents are coming later this month, Mm -hmm. there's there's going to be some hockey stuff behind me. So that's gonna that's gonna be nice. Yeah, there's gonna be. A pretty massive undertaking taking place this weekend. Um, furniture moving, wall rearranging. It's it's gonna be exciting. I'm here for it. I cannot wait to oh yeah, kind of get everything set up in a bit of a different format, not have to worry about like the sun hitting the side of my face anymore when we record in the early evenings. Um, yeah, 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 that'll be nice too when I'm in the office and I'm actually like not staying like right next to the big window that's right here mm-hmm. in, in the dining room. So yeah, that's going to be, I feel that it's going to be nice when it's like normal lighting and not like how do you combat yeah. outside and a light above the table at the same yeah. time. Yeah. So, so I, I know we're going to annoy you guys over the next three days, but if you aren't already, please make sure that you're following us on the socials on Twitter and Instagram at Talkwell hockey pod. And you should be watching this video on YouTube because we love it there. You get to see our fun faces react to the crazy chaotic things that we say and do. And our YouTube is at Let's Talk Bo Hockey. Make sure you're saucing a follow over for our network as well at 5G at 5 and a Game SN. That's the number five and a Game SN on Instagram and Twitter. And on the TikTok, it is just 5Game SN. And the, the number, it's not the number, it's the word spelled out because, you know, we got to keep it a little chaotic. It's, it's how we roll. Yeah, but definitely big shots to you know Jules, our video our video person, of course, Cat, our TikTok person, yeah. for handling all that. Oh, and also Jules for the Instagram. She does the five GSN Instagram account too. She which does. <laughs> that, that all star video there. was amazing. Like I absolutely loved it. I loved it so much. Um, Just so great. Um, yes. Oh, also, I got something really cool last night. So we did me and. Tara did our presents a little bit late just because of the, how mm-hmm. chaotic it was getting back to the house and stuff. She got me this for Christmas, and I was like super excited for it. It is a oh, Frodo Frodo bear. It's a Frodo Build-A-Bear. bear from Build a Bear. I love it. And, and she actually this actually smells like coffee because they have those like scents, so it uh-huh. actually smells like coffee. So it smells like a coffee. But yeah, so I got I got this for Christmas from Tara. <laughs> love it. That's we're awesome. we're big we're big Lord of the Rings people, and you know it's. I am I am yeah. not, but I'm happy for you, buddy. <laughs> You're like Lord of the Rings. Lord of the that? Rings are a great like movie series to nap through. Don't hate me. All right, so I guess you're going to find a new co-host for the podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I'm just, out. I'm done. This, I you know, this is the final straw. I'm out. <laughs> All right, so anyways, now that we're here, I'll just, you know... <laughs> If you're not watching on YouTube, you definitely just miss me removing Zach from the video and, and you know, going to take over the world. But we do actually have some kind of exciting prospect news to talk about. I have to take a second to eat a little bit of crow based on last week's hockey episode uh, in regards to some, some games and some outcomes. 
And I mean, we're going to take a look at the Hawks schedule this week, which hopefully I won't have to eat crow with my predictions for the schedule this week. Um, we've got a new segment to talk about and I'm super excited about it because it's going to be fun. And, you know, I love getting on these things. And of course, we we're going to talk about all-star voting and who we're pushing to get to the all-star game with the support of friends and, and Mario Tarabasi from CHGO. I mean, I know you love to see it. Just <sighs> seeing Mario be like all this energy. I'm like, yes. He, he understood the assignment. He understood he the assignment. And I mean, in all fairness, it was initially his idea. So it very, it very much was. And on, on, we, st- we need to reach out to him to get him on the podcast because that would be huge to get Mario. That, 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 that'll be our next goal. And of course, we're going to talk about our Black Hawk of the episode, which if you know us, you probably already know who it is. And that's fine. It's wonderful. Um, but first, let's get into some prospect updates. This one is specifically going to be about Colton Doc. So Colton Doc did get injured at World Juniors. He hurt his shoulder. We did get good news on that front. Um, Looks like it's not expected to require surgery, and they are expecting him to return to play this season. So that is amazing news. Um, But then after his injury, Colton Doc was traded. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah, like, okay. So he was traded from – I always mess this one up. Help me out, buddy. What is it? Kelowna, K E L O W N A. I always mess up that name. Oh, Colonia. Yeah, that that one. He started from th- that place to the <laughs> Seattle Thunderbirds, which interestingly <laughs> enough is where Blackhawk prospects Kevin Korchinski and, and Nolan Allen play. Um, <laughs> coincidence? I think not. <laughs> Seattle got a pretty significant haul. Uh, gave away a pretty significant haul to to bring on Colton and the other player um, that they brought on with them. So, I mean, yeah. we know that he's pretty good at the hockey. Um, I'm hoping I, that he I'm doesn't have the same. Yeah, I'm going to say hope and pray that he does not have the same injury woes as his brother Kirby. I am still sad that we won't have the Doc brothers on the roster at the same time, but it's fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Uh, <laughs> Are you sure? So, so what you're saying is there's no Mario and Luigi costumes. No, but you know, for us at some point. don't worry because we still have the Jones brothers. Um, but anyway, I digress. Uh, the GM of Seattle did say that uh, – his collection of Chicago Blackhawks prospects is just a happy coincidence. Right. Um, sure. It's just a coincidence. He has three yeah. Hawks prospects and, and yeah, it, did a massive haul for one of them. Just, sure. an, just, you know, one of those Bob Ross happy accident kind of situations, apparently. I mean, hey, is, everyone needs a friend. Everyone everybody, needs a- <laughs> everybody needs a friend. And I mean, Seattle got Colton Doc. Colonia received Ty Hurley or Hurley, Ethan Middlestead, a fourth round pick in 23, a first round pick in 24, and a second round pick in 25. And the 23 and 25 picks are conditional. So, I mean, they got a haul for our boy Colton Doc. Um, I think it's great that he's going to be playing with other Blackhawks prospects. I mean, that is just good for the future. If they can just play together now, build that chemistry and bring that into the rebuild. And then he did also post a really beautiful thank you letter to the fans of Colonia. Uh, He said, thank you for the last year and a half. I've made memories here that will last a lifetime. Colonia will forever be a second home to me. I want to thank Bruce and the Hamilton family for giving me the opportunity to be a part of the Rockets and for helping me grow not only as a player, but also as a person. It's been an honor to wear the logo and be the captain of a first-class organization in the Western Hockey League. To my coaches, thank you for helping me develop. To the support staff, much of your work goes unnoticed and doesn't get the recognition that it deserves, but I want to thank you for going above and beyond to make sure that everything is always set for us. To my teammates, it's been an honor to battle alongside of you night in and night out. Thank you for making my time here so much fun. I will never forget the memories that we've made together. And I will forever be grateful for the friendships that I've made here. I'm so thankful for my amazing billets. You welcomed me into your homes with open arms and have taken such good care of me. You've truly made this a home away from home for me. And lastly, to the fans, you are what have made my time here so special for me. I will never forget all the support that you have shown our team through the ups and downs with what comes in a hockey, with the ups and the downs that come in a hockey season. 
It has been a privilege to play in front of you every night. So, I mean, they got a haul for a guy who's injured. <laughs> yeah. um, definitely, you know, at the moment, the Rockets have won this trade um, as Colton Doc heals from that shoulder injury. But it's it's going to be great to to see their production from several Blackhawks prospects being on the same team in the WHL and just building that chemistry early. I mean, why wouldn't you want that? No, you really wouldn't. I'm still, I'm still iffy on Nolan Allen just because of. I get it. I, I I I still don't understand that pick. Like nothing against the kid, but that made no sense. Like how the hawk, the way the Hawks went about getting that pick and then using that pick, yeah. it was kind of like, why? I I I still don't understand. Like oh, I said, trust. I, I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping it works out, but at the same time, I'm kind of like I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand that selection. I'm hoping that it works out. I mean, like I said, nothing against them, but it's just like nothing against the kid. I think there's always going to be a sour taste in our mouth because of how that trade went about, what we lost, what we gained, gained being I, a. I, I, a very I, I, question mark I, statement. Um, I I cannot wait until we get to the All Star voting. Yes, <laughs> we're, we're gonna like, get there. So I can't, talk about, I can't wait to talk about certain someone <laughs> about that. <laughs> but but now is a time where I get to eat some crow because last week I was not too hot on the Blackhawks schedule that was happening. Um, I thought maybe the only game we could potentially win. Would have been the game versus the Coyotes, which we did in decisive yep. fashion with a 2-0 shutout. Um, things we love to see. We love shutouts. Like, yeah, just think things went well for the team. So that one's a wash. However, we beat the Flames in overtime. And if the Blackhawks hadn't Blackhawked, we would have beat the Flames in regulation because we blew a 3-1 lead, which I'm sure sounds pretty familiar to any Blackhawks fan. The Hawks I've, I've blowing the lead, <laughs> that's as certain as death and taxes. Um, I, I've, seen, I've seen this movie before. Yeah, I've, I've seen this movie before, but the Flames game had a good point in it because Lucas Reichel, in his term up at the with the Hawks right now due to some injury bugs, finally scored his first nhl goal it was beautiful oh it was nice it was a very nice goal the celly was good like mm -hmm. you, you're happy for the kid like i've been excited for him for like a long time like, i have it, too it feels like the goal was just like a monkey on his back like he just had this burden he'd been in in the show for several games it wasn't happening yeah I, that's, that's just so tough because the like the way the hawks have been like yo-yoing him so much between there and rockford and it's just kind of like different lines nugging like the minutes aren't there it's just it was a it was i'm not blaming him for how long it took for it to happen i think it's the fact of the blackhawks never had it seems like they can never figure out what they want to do with him it's a lot of yeah. like guessing and it's like yeah if we want to make this kid prosper pick a pick a plan and stick with it please like can we just stop with this like We'll put him here. We'll put him here. We'll set him down. Bring him back. Keep him there for too long. Bring him back up. And it's like, guys, pick well, one and st stick stick with the path, please. Just do part something. Of, part of the problem is obviously in the NHL, you cannot take any sort of guess as to when injuries were would were ha will, oh, that will no. happen. No, I so, understand that. It's just like, like he know. he's up right now because of uh, of injuries. Kaner's injured. Um, Mackenzie Entwistle's injured. I have to refer back to my list because I it's, have a it's, list. It's a lot. Of, no, I no, yeah. I, I understand. Jujar Care is injured, but yeah, no, I'm glad. It's just like, yeah, I'm glad that that is done. Like it is finally yeah. over. It's great. Um, he the goal has been scored, and it was beautiful. Like it was fantastic. The 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 play was beautiful. The setup. And then the actual execution of the goal, it was just like, oh, oh, oh. It, this is what we have to look forward to in the future. This is what we have been waiting to see 
from him yeah. in the last season and some change when he's made his few trips up to the show. We have wanted to see this. We have waited to see this. And now it has happened. I know. It's it's so great. It's so great to see. It is. And honestly, it's like it's happened and it was a beautiful goal. And it happened in a game that the Blackhawks went on to win. I yes, they blew goodness. the lead. Yes, they had to go to overtime. Max Domi's overtime goal was another beautiful goal. Like, of course, it's it's always you're always yeah. here for it. Always here for it. And then the other great thing about uh, there was an article that came out in the Athletic a couple days ago, because um, there's been a lot of rumors that like Max Domi was brought into the Blackhawks to be trade line bait, trade deadline bait. Like, right. here we have this guy. Give us your picks. Um, he yeah. is a another player who's like, I would love to stay here and help with this rebuild, which means yeah. I hate to steal the thing that like is nails on a chalkboard to us right now, but it feels like, Oh God, it hurts to say this. The Blackhawks are doing this the right way. It's been beat into our heads so much for the last year that it like, it, yeah. it's, it, yeah, those words are just like Ugh, doing it the right way. But if I mean, players want to want to be here for the suck to get us through the suck, then they must be doing something right. I think it's a lot. I think it's a good combination of <clears throat> Kyle Davidson, what he's doing. Like, it seems like he's got an idea. We don't know what the trade deadline is going to be like because this is going to be very interesting how this plays out with him. But I think with with um, Richardson, he's doing. It seems like he's doing a fantastic job. He's got the guys bought in. I think mm -hmm. that a combination of those two, what they're doing, and the fact that it's Danny running the show for the Blackhawks is also a nice thing. Danny so I, works. I, we love you. <laughs> I, I think I think the combination of Danny, Kyle, and Luke. and Luke. My, uh, it's still. I saw. Yeah, I, I saw the brain. I saw the brain pause, and I knew where you were going. So I got you. I haven't had coffee yet, so it's. I've been up since like sure. seven thirty. Coffee has not been made. Has not been had yet, and I'm regretting not having any yet. So it's. So, yeah. What? You gotta wear the hockey. You gotta wear the hockey. Good God! You gotta I, drink I, the coffee. I know. I'm sorry. I'm trying, but yeah. So the combination of those three guys together, I think it's set in the. I hate to be cliche. It's set in the culture <laughs> in the right way because culture is always a cliche thing to talk about. But it's at, at this point, we might as well just talk about getting pucks in deep and putting shots on net and, yeah. and playing a full 60. Yeah, like you just got to do our jobs, you know, short shifts, it's just short oh. shifts, do our jobs, communicate. Yeah. yeah. So, it, but like I said, with those three together, I think it's finally setting the team up to where mm -hmm. it's. There is a clear path. There's a clear identity with this team. It, it's going to be a struggle, but at least you know, the fact that Luke knows what he's doing. He's a coach's coach, but he does it in a way where it's he wants you to play. He wants you to do your job and fight for every game, but mm -hmm. he also likes to have fun too because we've seen it at practice. Like He's involved with the team, and I think that's a nice thing in the fact that, you know, Kaner wants to be there. You know, at, at this point, I think Max Domi wants to find a home because I think he's tired of getting traded so many times. He, I think he's tired of being a journeyman NHLer. Like he wants to settle. I mean, yeah. he has a fam he has, you know, dogs and and a spouse and yeah. It's just as a the, as a military kid, like I know how hard it is. Like we didn't move a lot, but we moved enough. Uh, and yeah. I know how hard it is to settle make friends or even on the other side, like you settle, you make a friend, that friend moves and yeah. then you move and then you just don't connect. Thank God for social media, because that's really the only way I've been able to stay connected with, with some people that I, that I truly care about. Yeah. Like I've moved 30 plus times in my life, not military. It's just corporate work. So mm -hmm. it's one of those things where it's tough. And I, and I don't blame Max for not wanting to move. Cause that's cause you know, you would think for him, Oh, he gets drafted. He's you know highly touted. Can't you know he's trying his it's, he's tried, but it's just teams yeah. you know either don't take a shot on it or it just doesn't work out. And then mm -hmm. you get him here, and it seems like you know he's I think he's played really well with the Blackhawks. I think he's played better here 
than a lot of other places that he's been in. And I mean, like the fact that he gets like you see how excited he gets when like Patrick King like taps him on the pads and he's like, Yes, like you just love to see it. It's just those are some of the greatest videos that the yeah. Hawks post because Domi like idolized Patrick Kane in oh, his yeah. like late teens. Cause I mean the age gap between them is not very large. It's not it's, like a Trevor no. Zegers Patrick Kane. No age gap where you can see how much Patrick Kane influenced Trevor Zegers's playing style. Yeah. But Max Domi, like he really is a fan of Patrick Kane and the first game that they played together and Kaner came up and, tapped him on the shin pads and like gave him a little nudge and then skates away and Domi's like like yeah. a little kid on Christmas just so I mean, excited how, how can you not love the double o show I mean we're like we're, we're we're all here about the double o show but the fact yeah. that I think Kaner said the president of like him wanting to stay Max wants to stay and I'm hoping like a lot of the other guys who've been playing really well like you know double a hopefully he stays you know it's just like there's a lot of guys that you kind of hope go through the rebuild. And I think that's, like I said, I think that just how Luke, Kyle, and Danny have been kind of setting up the culture of the Blackhawks. It's it's nice to see. It's nice, like I said, that that's getting set up. The direction's getting set up. There is yeah. potentially a plan that's going to help. And guys are buying into it, which is nice. Well, and honestly, like, we're going to need some of these guys to stay. Not just because oh, yeah. they want to, but because if things keep going the way they're going right now, we're going to be about $20 million under the salary cap floor. <sighs> so we're going to need some of these guys to stay and we're going to need to give them a decent contract so yeah. that and the funny thing is there's nothing in the CBA that says like what happens if you don't meet the salary cap floor, which is yeah. scary. Um, yeah, I don't. It's well, like, like what, you have what, to what is, you have to do is, it by the time the season starts. That's all it says. It's not like a if you haven't met the salary cap floor by the time the season starts, your team will be fined x yeah. amount of dollars, or you'll have to do x, y, and z. Like that verbiage doesn't exist in the CBA, and I believe the calculations based on like potential signings, etc., put us at about twenty million dollars underneath the salary cap floor. Of course, that's out without the possible, you know, without taking into consideration, like possibly re-signing Patrick Kane and and things of that nature. Like that's just yeah, the situation where it is right now without those names that may not be here next year. If the thing is what I think because you sent that, I think it was like Scott Power something athletic. You sent me that mm -hmm. article because he like he had like at the very bottom he had like how the roster set up without the re-signs and guys like just without the re guys who are with contracts expiring. I look yeah. at the roster and I'm like. The roster looks absolutely terrible. Mm -hmm. It is. Mm -hmm. Oh it's my god! It's literally like just, a bunch of dudes. Like, like, like you said, like Kaner's contract's gone. Taze's contract's gone. Like, there's a feeling like a few other big names, like a few other guys on the forward core that are gone. And you look at the defense, and you see Seth Seth Jones's contract, and Connor Murphy's is there. And you look at the goaltending, you're like, yeah, the, like it's literally. Yeah. Yeah, it's not even Seth Jones and a bunch of dudes. It's just a bunch of dudes because it's yeah. Seth Jones. Yeah, yeah. It, it. I'm. I, I think they're going to resign Kaner. Hopefully, knock on wood. But yeah. Oh my I, gosh, I, I think if so anything, next season it's so bad. It. I. I mean, I've, I've said it since last off season. Kaner will most likely move at the deadline. I hope not. I really hope not. But I think he comes back. The thing is, though, will Kaner wave his claws? Though that's the thing. Like, it's it's in his hands. And I think uh, again, the organization has been very vocal with, like, Taves Kane. Your numbers are going to be in the rafters. We want this to be done the way that you want it to be done. If if you don't want to go, then like, I mean, I, I mean, honestly, a lot of teams don't have good picks left for next year's draft. No, that that's what I'm saying. Like, there's really like all you're getting is probably very guys who are kind of like there that mm -hmm. might be really good NHLers and the prospect pool. But it's like, do you take that shot and giving up Kaner and Taze for mm -hmm. guys who might be ready? Yeah, because well, you have because there's no draft capital left because all the picks are everywhere else and everyone's yeah. thin. All the like, picks are everywhere doing? else. The prospect pool is is what it is. I mean, but
but it's the t- thing like, is like the cap space the teams, is also a problem there's no cap space there's the no teams cap. that have a pick or something that we want have no cap space the teams that that don't have the things that we want have the cap space so it's like if or when this happens it will almost likely be multi-team trade scenarios Oh, like, it would have to be. It would have so to be. So and so is trading their first round pick to here. They're giving it to here for this prospect, and then this prospect is going. Here. It's going to be a nightmare <laughs> trade tree. Like it's going to oh, be it's, awful. It's going to be bad. I mean, you know, <laughs> unless the Coyotes want to give us Shane Goss a spare, Clayton Keller, a couple other dudes for Patrick Kane. Then like, hey, Kane, you want to go to Arizona for <laughs> a See, couple months? <laughs> I think. The the teams that are going to be on the Taves and Kane list, it's gonna, are, it's, it's are going to be contenders. Yeah. And the I, problem I would, is I the would, contenders would, right the contenders right now don't have the cap space, don't, don't have, have the, the picks, don't have the prospects because they've already traded away the farm to get to where they are. Oh no, I, I was mostly being flippant about it. Oh like, yeah, I, obviously that's not going to actually happen. But it's just like. Yeah. It would just be some like weird scenario of like, okay, here mm-hmm. you go. Here's Patrick Kane to Arizona for all these guys, and Kinger comes back. It's like, yeah, hey, I was Arizona. Oh, you know, it is what it is. But you know, I'll, it was it, a desert. It's fine. Like, it, it's I'm not going to happen. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I don't really see it. I would mostly see a possible Johnny Tay's trade working out a lot easier than a Patrick Kane. Because for me, mm-hmm. Patrick Kane is still so good at what he does. That his, no one has the capital that requires for a Patrick Kane. No, for a Jonathan Taze, he is playing better this year, and I mm-hmm. air quote better because mm-hmm. there's no one really else on the roster that's putting up numbers no. like those two guys are, and out, outside of Domi and Anthony, Anthony CU. CU. yeah. But, so it's so it's not like I think. The trade value for a Taze is a lot easier to get rid of than, mm-hmm. a, than a trade value of a Patrick Kane. And just based on like kind of things that I've seen talking to to people to friends, I see Taves going to the Jets to go home. Yeah, or to the Abs, so that they can have two Taves and go win another cup. And but they're not related though. They're not really. They're not related. It's just, not really. It's, co- it's, it's just, coincidental. It's, it's coincidental. coincidental. It's not like a like Colton Doc and our, our former player Kirby Doc, who are actually brothers. Devon Taves and Jonathan Taves are not related. So honestly, <laughs> honestly, that wouldn't be a bad move. But I'm curious to see who the Blackhawks will get back in terms of like who would you get off the off the Avalanche? The Avs have several really promising prospects. Oh, they do. So I mean, so it's, it, it wouldn't it wouldn't be a bad move. It's just yeah. how much and and it. At this point, we are kind of in more of an acquiring known prospects stage of a rebuild and getting yeah. a few picks. I, I I also have a feeling though too that I we were we're gonna have to take like if we're gonna retain half, I think we're also gonna be taking one year of a really bad contract back our way to offset. Honestly, we need that bad contract. We are going to oh, be the place where dead salary comes to live for a couple seasons. I, I wonder if we could trade back for a Seabrook's uh, contract from Tampa, from can, Tampa Bay. Can you give us back Brent Seabrook's contract, please and thank you? Oh, can Mike? you also bring Can you also bring Brandon Hagel back too? And we'll. Oh, give that's you... not going to happen. There, um, there was an article today talking about. Um, the Hawks and, and basically embracing the rebuild. Um, I think it was from Scott powers at the athletic and where we would be if we didn't just dump it all. And after reading it, like I get it. I mean, I got it oh. before cause I understand like the business yeah. side of hockey. Oh, I get it too. It's just... it, 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 it hurts and it sucks, but it is what it is. Um, oh, I'm, we do I, have, is, yeah. We do have three games coming up this week. I am much less optimistic about two of these three games than, and maybe this will be my thing. Maybe I'll just crap on the games and then the Hawks will be like, we can't lose these ones. And then, and then they'll win them. Like maybe this will just be what happens. And I I am okay to accept that burden. Are are we still kind of on our over under prediction of like less than 40 points for the Blackhawks? Mm-hmm. I'm still slamming the under. 
Because right now they're 10, 25, and 4. Are, are we still looking at possible 15 wins for the Hawks? Like, oh. I think 15 might be the most. I've, I've looked at the full schedule through the end of the season, and there's a couple games in there that it's like, we could maybe quite possibly, like, I could, I cannot, I, the stars align. I could not. I could not imagine a Blackhawks team going from January twelfth, yeah, January twelfth, to the beginning of April. You're talking three months, and they're going to win five more games in three We've months. We've gone from October to mid-November and have won ten games. And the back half of the schedule is a lot more difficult than the front half because now people also have- very true. We've got we're playing a lot of teams who are on the bubble to make the playoffs. We are playing a lot of teams who are making a push to win their divisions and win their conferences and win the president's trophy. Like the back half of the schedule is Yeah, and plus and plus teams are getting healthier too. So yeah, like teams are getting guys back, like the team we're about to play tonight. I'd love to say that, yeah. The team we're facing tonight. They're getting very close to having all their guys back, and that's going to be a problem. Yeah, because we are playing the Avs tonight. And I know that they've been on a bit of a struggle bus recently, but also they didn't get, like, bit by the injury bug. They got, like, drop-kicked down 47 flights of stairs by the injury bug. And guys are starting to come back. They've got Nate back. They've got, you know, things happening again. And historically, the avalanche spoil things for us. All the time. Uh, they, they spoiled the Patrick Kane point streak. They spoiled our non-regulation loss streak. Oh, that, that one that one really hurt. That one stuck. Um, yeah, but hurt. but they, they have a history of doing this. And I mean, they might be going through some suck right now. But they're still a really good team, and they put the beating fear of God into us at the season opener. Yeah, and just yeah. slaughtered and, the Blackhawks. And that's what that's what that Landis and he is very close to coming back too, and that's going to be a he, massive issue. He's been out. Uh, I believe the the count from our friends Chris and Kyle is ninety three regular season days. They've been without Gabriel Landeskog. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, but but so, also they're like he's nowhere near coming back. But you know how hockey injuries are. Like, I mean, no one thought Patch ready for the Hurricanes was going to be back as soon as he was. They were talking like March. He's back mm-hmm. like early January. Like, yeah. and that was from an Achilles injury too, might I add. So yeah. like, Bowen Byram is skating. He's been out for a good while. I mean, the Trushkin can't stay healthy, but you know when he's playing, problem. Well, and the the problem with Nachushkin's injury is, I yeah. think he might have played a little bit too much hockey on that that injured foot in the final. Yeah, and it's coming and back to bite him. It's coming back to bite him in in the butt, and that that's fine. You know, he's a hockey player and he's tough, and we get it. But foot injuries are no fun. Zach and I can both attest to that. They are no no fun. So, hey, he got a cup, though. So, I mean, it's he did Um, sacrifice the body for the (laughs) yeah. I'm just gonna go ahead and throw out we're gonna lose this game. Oh, yeah. I don't think we're gonna lose it in as spectacular fashion as we lost the season opening game, but I don't think we're winning this game. Yeah, he'd be negative, but it's like uh, it's a season of suck. I mean, it is what it is. Thank goodness um, for the woho. Thank goodness for that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the abs are below the wild card line right now. I just pulled up the standings right now to double check. But two points from tonight would jump them above St. Louis because they'll have two games in hand at minimum. Yeah. And they'll be tied at 45 points. It puts them two points behind Calgary and Edmonton. Oh, so I, I think Calgary. <laughs> Honestly, I think both of those teams might miss because they're both playing very bad hockey mm-hmm. right now. Like it is abysmally bad. It is. It is not great. I mean, Calgary just lost to the Blackhawks. Granted, in overtime, but Dan Vladar made 
13 saves on 17 shots. That's not great. That save percentage is absolute trash. That is could, awful. Could, could you imagine a playoff with no teams from Al, from Al, from Alberta? Alberta? <laughs> Gosh, I know where they're at. It's just that was. I'm having a rough t- a rough day as they're as those two teams right now. <laughs> yeah, it, no, it's fine. I mean, it, it is a possibility. The only team below them that I'm hoping hops up in would be like Colorado and Vancouver to knock them both out of the wild card spot. That would Vancouver be... is ten points behind Calgary and Edmonton, though. Honestly, and I they have I, two I, games I in hand on the Flames and three in hand on the Oilers. So, I'm, honestly, I don't mind if Calgary makes it because I don't mind Calgary. Like I'd them. be okay if Nazem Kadri made it into the playoffs. Like, if the Oilers don't make it, I'd be very happy about that because um, screw them, it. yeah, screw them. So, I mean, oh, and and y'all will understand even more why when we get to our new segment here in just a moment. So let's go ahead and hit these last two games that I'm I'm kind of optimistic about one. I am not optimistic about the other. Um, right. So. We also have the Kraken coming into town. They will be visiting the United Center on Saturday the 14th. Um, the last time I went to a Kraken game at the United Center, they got shut out two to nothing on Marion Hoso one day signing night. Um, the Kraken have done nothing but get better since then. They are currently sitting at third place in the Pacific. Um, their their standings are almost the direct opposite of ours they are 24 12 and 4 um yeah so about that <laughs> yeah um yeah I, I i'm not super optimistic about this one either i don't think the hawks pull this one out at all um and then we've got the sabers coming into town they are visiting the uc on tuesday this is the one game that i'm like okay this one has a possibility, but it's all about stopping Tage Thompson, which selfishly I don't want to happen because Tage Thompson is on my fantasy hockey team. So you you had to bring that up. I did. Um, I hate it here. But like, yeah, like normal, that, yeah. the Sabers aren't great, but they're playing better hockey than we are, and they are twenty seventeen and two with forty two points. Um, yeah, but I, I think Buffalo is going to win. Like, it's just, this is the one game. Cause the Sabres are so hot and cold. Like, oh, they very much is, are. There is, there is no consistency with whether they're winning or losing. I mean, their record shows that, but if Wait, we did... get the Sabres on a cold day, it's possible. Then I could see the Hawks winning. If the Hawks can properly defend Tage Thompson, then we could potentially win that game. Is is it at the UC or is it? Did you say it's it was at the UC? UC. Okay, because if we were playing them in Buffalo and if they rock the Buffalo Goat jerseys, that's a loss because they are undefeated in those jerseys. They are absolutely those jerseys are beautiful. They're they're absolutely destroying people in those uh, goat head jerseys. Like it is, they insane. are no Buffalo slug. But no one goal. likes the Buffa Slug. Stop it. No one likes that jersey. It is Lies. terrible. I do. Also, oh today is the last day on the reverse retro Chicago Blackhawks jersey schedule. I mean, they could potentially decide to wear it another day. Good things have happened in that jersey. Kane and Taves played their 1,000th game together. Lucas Wright scored his fourth goal. One, thankfully. Um. So... I yeah. mean, I, I don't know. They, they could add more dates, but as it's currently scheduled, tonight is the last night that the Blackhawks will be wearing their Chicago reverse retro jerseys. I love them. I want to see them more. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So in summation, I'm feeling at least two L's this week with one possible dub. Um, and that's even stretching it because Seth Jones has to defend Tage Thompson. Um uh, well, that's three L's, and the fourth L is you like in the hey. Buffalo Slug. So I mean, hey, <laughs> so I can do what I want. Honestly, though, the honestly though, the Sabers have to go back to that Buffalo head. It is so just go back to that. There was no reason to leave it. It was a great jersey. It was a great main logo. Just go back. Hey, 
The Coyotes went back to the Kachinas. The Ducks need to go back to the My Duck logo, even though it's different colors. And the Sabres need to go back to the Buff, the Buff of Goathead. We're all good. And then the universe is where it should be. We'll be all right in the world when the Buffalo Sabres bring back the Buffalo Slug. Anyway, no. so. No, actually it'd be better if Seth Jones wasn't a Blackhawk. Um. We do have a new segment. Uh, this actually came to be, this is going to be a part of all of our five GSN shows. Um, I'm really excited about this because this is something that I just enjoy doing. I love getting on a soapbox. I love no, not just you. calling people out for their nonsense. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we would like to welcome you to a new segment called What the Puck. So, thank you. Thank you, Cat Hunter, for thank that. Thank you, Cat. For- for that you fantastic are, name you are cussing beauty and we love you <laughs> what, a, what a cussing beauty so yesterday i stumbled upon this beautiful beautiful tweet oh, allow yeah. me to get through it and then we will discuss it was rage inducing that's for sure Stuart skinner will fly home to edmonton tomorrow for the birth of skinner's first child jack campbell will start in anaheim in san jose with calvin pickard backing up D. Vincent Descharnay, waiver eligible after this season, will play in Anaheim. Edmonton wants to look at the six foot six D man. To which this Mr. Peter Burns at 01 LERS forever responded I know the birth of his child is important, but our team is in a tough spot and every win is critical. I would think that his focus should be 100% on the Oilers. And he shouldn't miss any games, so he's supporting his team. The price you pay for playing in the big leagues. That's a take. There's a couple things with this that initially set off like my rage on the inside. This is the birth of Stuart Skinner's first child. This is... His first baby. Like, no. Every father, if they can be there, should be present for the birth of all of their children. But absolutely, 100% positively, the birth of their first child. Phil Kessel, to extend his Ironman streak, dressed, played one shift in a game for the Coyotes, then got on a plane and flew back to his wife who was in labor. Like... Yes, it was the Coyotes, and, you know, they're the Coyotes. But, like, these players are human beings. Yeah. Like, this man deserves to be able to go home and and, and help his wife through the birth of their first child. Because it's not even him being there for the birth. Like, Birth is literally trauma. You are are ejecting a human from a female body, and it is not like it is in the movies, like in any way, shape, or form. It is if she delivers naturally, it is a lot of healing that has to take place. If she ends up having to have a C-section, that is literally major surgery that requires six weeks of recovery. Like, regardless of how you deliver a child, it is it is trauma to your body. Yeah. And if you have a partner that can be there, they should be there. Yeah, I mean, it's not surprising. I mean, it's not the first time that athletes had to leave to go spend time with their family when something like this happens. I mean, if anyone watched, I know we don't, it's not hockey related, but we like RG3 in the middle mm-hmm. of covering a live football game for the college football playoffs. During I think it was like Michigan TCU, he literally was on the on TV, had a phone call, heard that he his wife was in labor. He literally sprinted off the field mid game. Yeah, to go be like, there. So, I mean, it's literally it's not had the phone went. Guys, I have to go. My wife is in labor, and, and the guys were like, they oh, were all like, go, go, oh my god, go. what hugs, hugs, go. And then the cameraman tried to follow him, and he was like gone. I mean, RG3 is a really fast, you know, he's he, a fast individual. So, I mean, oh, he it, is, but that, that they no were way. like, follow him with the camera. And he was like, I'm trying. 
like he, they made it to behind the end zone and he was gone. And he's like, he just poofed out of thin air. But it that's what I'm saying. It's like it's not it's a common thing where you see players, no matter what mm-hmm. sport it is, having to take time away. Like that's why they have those in their CBAs that you're allowed to have a certain number of days to go home, be with, you know, your partner during this said time. It's two or three days. It's not, it's not very long, but at least it's part of the contingency of the CBAs for for all leagues to go and do this because they understand, you know, family is important and that's what, so this take, of course it had to be someone's burner with the Oilers logo and some random name. Yeah. And like, you don't, like you don't even have like the balls to like no i like, mean wh- why would you have the balls to put your name on a take like this like could you imagine no, no could you no. imagine the hellfire that would rain down on this man if this was not a burner account oh yeah like i like i bet you oh I, i'm i'm already assuming that he got dragged in the in the quote tweets and in the comments for this like i decided not to investigate because i wanted to drag him myself because oh i know he, but it's like yeah i can only imagine how bad these how bad that like like we don't like people are like we don't mm-hmm. we don't claim him you know this you know you have no. time to delete this like i am sure the ratio on this tweet is epic um, of epic proportions my thing is, and not just in sports, but like even in normal human non-athlete job lives, like yeah. parental leave is a thing. Like it's no longer maternity leave. Like it's no longer the mom who takes time off of work. Like it's not even parental leave when it's just like the birth of a child. Like my company gives you paid time off regardless of what side of the parent you're on. If you are fostering a child, if you are adopting a child, like it's not just giving birth to a child. Like when you become a parent, that is a significant milestone in your life. And it is a huge adjustment to like your normal everyday life. Like you're bringing this tiny human in most cases that literally depends on you to exist into your home. And oh yeah, they get up and cry like every two hours and they then babies like eat, sleep, and poop. That's literally what they do. So like yet another trash take and trash thing from the Oilers organization. Like we might as well change well, their logo to a dumpster. Well, I mean, it's not really the it's not the Oilers, it's just a fan, but that's it's just a fan, but again. We've all seen their takes online about many things. Um, they're that's, generally not good. And the Oilers organization really doesn't do great things. Yeah, that's why a lot of us wouldn't be upset if they didn't make the playoffs. It's true. Especially it's after true. especially after resetting someone who is problematic. Yeah. In a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um and so it's just, it's garbage. Like, it's absolute garbage. But we're going to move. I put the the upsetting thing in the middle because I want to end on some happy stuff. So today, the 12th of January, begins the NHL All-Star Game Twitter voting shenanigans. And if you follow us on Twitter and you follow our network and you follow me and Zach, you will notice that it was like, wake up, tweet some All-Star votes go about your day. Um, when, I know we talked about this last week on the hockey episode where we were like, we don't know who should go to the all-star game for the Blackhawks. And then the the sage and wise Mario Tarabasi tweeted about all of the things that Jake McCabe has gone through in the last several years. He has had knee surgery. Mm-hmm. He has had spinal surgery and honestly, he's been killing it. Yeah. And he was like, let's go give this guy who has put his heart and soul into this Blackhawks team and parts of his body as well. Let's get him to the All-Star game. So we're going to be tweeting a lot of hashtag NS- NHL All-Star vote Jake McCabe. Yeah. Um, Because we need to get this guy. We need to get him to the All-Star game. Oh, for sure. 
he I mean, he very much embodies like that all-star mentality. Oh yeah. So we would like to welcome all of you to the the Jake McCabe train. Like you mean the McCake train? The McCake train. And you can tweet nine votes in one tweet. Yeah. Um so you can hashtag NHL All-Star Vote Jake McCabe nine times, and that will get you a vote. Tweets count, retweets count, quote tweets count, and replies count as a vote. But it does have to specifically be in the order of the hashtag first. Yes. And then the player name. Mm-hmm. If it's the backwards way, at least your first vote won't count because the name is in front. If you've tweeted, if you put it in there more than one time, I think some of the subsequent votes might count. I don't know yeah. how the algorithm works, but um, but it has to be the hashtag first and then the player name. Yes. Yeah, that's that's how it's done. And it's going to be very. Oh, gosh. And then the thing is, like, they didn't limit how many tweets per day, like how on their website. It's like you can only do 10, 10 per day, like. The NHL, in term because the because the NFL does this a lot mm-hmm. for their Pro Bowl, which is an absolute joke, by the way. Um, the the Pro Bowl, but the fact that the NHL has never really done a hashtag movement of votes before, mm-hmm. I don't think they realize that like you really opened up <laughs> a yeah. massive floodgate of just Twitter being an absolute just machine of just votes of just vote tweets. Yeah, like because no one knows what the limit is. Is there like ten tweets per day? Is it a hundred? Like I saw some people saying like I'll vote, I'll do this five thousand times. I don't care. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like there's well, and, gonna be so many mute accounts on people's twitters for the and, next and like three days. I it's know the two of us, the podcast, the network accounts, we are going to be respectful of people's Twitter timelines, and we are going to try not to inundate the world. No, with, I, like every hour tweeting out our all-star votes for Jake McCabe. No, I plan on doing like a morning, a noon and a night situation. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm doing too. It's like, I might, I might do like retweets just because, or like maybe a comment or two, but like, I'm not going to be sitting here every hour doing like yeah. nine, no. like that same tweet multiple times. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, Mm-mm. that's a little much. Like I said, retweets, I'll do some, I'll not retweet everyone. I'll retweet some, I'll reply yeah. to some. Yeah. But no, I'm not going to be stupid about it. Like, no. because like we love you guys and we just don't want to <laughs> blow up your yeah. feeds with, with only all-star votes. Like there are obviously other things going on in the world of hockey. There's games, there's all of these things happening, but it really does boil down to like, we need to get this dude to the all-star game. Like Very he deserves much so, it yeah. way more than the guy going to represent us in the all-star game. And I think this would just be an amazing experience for a guy who really has like put himself both body, heart and soul into this organization and really done done well. I mean, oh, yeah, he he doesn't really get a say in who he's paired with on the D line. He doesn't get a say in, in a lot of things. But when he is on the ice, he does do his best to make positive impacts and all of that. And I mean, he has. He has done what needed to be done in a couple of seasons where things haven't been great. So, team, let's talk well hockey. We are full supporting Jake McCabe. I know you will see some things from my side and Zach's side. I did agree with his Hurricane fans that I would give support to Martin Nietzsche if they, in exchange, gave support to Jake McCabe. Which, so, will, be my, which will be my tonight tweet. So, yes. I've done – so, I'm going to do Martin Nietzsche's – morning and noon mm-hmm. and then mccabe's gonna be at night just yes. to make it make it fair and simple but yeah it, so it's you, you will see some things from me for martin Nietzsche. you'll see some things from zach for martin Nietzsche. but we, we did kind of we, we did like a bit of a quid pro quo situation with our caniac friends and said you know if you i, I will support your dude if, yeah. if if you support my dude which, so which i think everyone because i mean it's already like i know a lot of people like bailey's already done it 
I know Kat's done it. Josh has done it. So, well, I think Josh is going to do his tonight, like with mine. Yeah, he said um, he's going to do McCabe in the evening. But Bailey and and Kat have already tweeted yes. out their Jake McCabe votes, and like, I love y'all. Mad, mad appreciation for the two of y'all because that made my heart happy to see this morning. Um, and I made sure to to spread that love. I was like, you guys are my best. I love you. And also, hashtag NHL All Star Martin Aitchis. Um, So I tried. You know, I did yeah. my thing. I'm trying. Uh, all, yeah. Also, the network. Uh, the network is also doing uh, Mika Rantanen for the Avalanche, yes. which, yes. which I, which for me, which is funny. You, it's funny how you mentioned Miko and mm-hmm. like our thing about it. Mm-hmm. I was already voting for him on the NHL's vote thing Same. already, but even before that, I'm like, we gotta get Moose there. I mean, dude, dude as, is as, having a, a season, and it's funny because I always mix up how to spell his last name. It's yeah. And so I was like, well, let me go. And I was like, you know what? No, I'm not even going to go to like the fantasy app to pull him up on a roster. I opened up the NHL app and I have it set to like the Blackhawks homepage and they've got like the preview for tonight's game. He's on the front page for the scouting report. Like he is the first person that pops up. And I was like, okay, this is exactly what I expected to happen. And this is why this dude should be in the all-star game. He's currently leading the abs in goals. He's got yeah. 50 points in 39 games. Oh, so basically he pulled a Gretzky then. Yeah. I, I mean, the only person who has more assists than him, it looks like it's Nathan McKinnon. I am so shocked. So yeah. shocked. 27 I mean, goals, 23 assists in 39 games. I mean, he honestly should be there. So, I mean, it, it's it's mind-blowing for the fact that you know, I mean, as a fellow guy whose nickname is Moose as well, we gotta mm-hmm. get him there. We gotta get Moose there. We got we gotta get McCake there, and we gotta we gotta, get... we gotta get the Moose loose. We gotta we gotta loose the Moose. That's another nickname I had. The Moose is loose. So stop with the nicknames. All right, you're, I mean you're, that that is Miko Rantanen though. Like I know, I know that. No, I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying it's great. It's just it's yes. just great. I'm I'm loving all the nicknames. But yeah, like I said, Marty. We gotta get a Marty party. Down there in South Beach, we got to get well, not really South Beach, we got to get him in South Florida. We need a McCake for the Marty party, and and you got and you got to bring a moose because who doesn't love pets at a party? So, I mean, you kind of have to at this point. So, I that's mean, that's kind of our, our main push, but yeah, I've I've had McCabe. I, I've also been well, I, I was voting for Staylock, so I'm gonna have to change my I'm gonna have to change one of my central picks to McCabe then because I think I was doing Miko. See, here's the thing you for your central picks when you're voting on the website. You can do two players and a goalie, so you yeah. can still do Staylock and just yeah, advocate. yeah. Because I know I was doing Miko, and I forget who I was doing for the other one. I think I just I was just picking some random dude for the central. Mine were Miko, McCabe, and and Staylock. Those were my central. Fits. I've I've been doing Staylock the whole time. So yeah. that's and then the Pacific I was doing Horvat, Segris, and John Gibson, and the Atlantic. I think I was just doing like Nylander, Pasta, and Villahuso. I can't remember who I know for the Metro. I made sure to include Martin Natchez mm-hmm. for the Atlantic. I couldn't tell you who I voted in. Uh, the central was Miko McCabe and Staylock, and the Pacific. I can't remember who I did for goalie, but I did Zegris and Horvat. I mean, Horvat like, those, are the, those are the only ones that I remember. I don't remember any other those, ones. Those, those, those two do really well. Of course. I mean, the, the Metro, <laughs> I mean, Nietzsche, Slavin, and, and Kachekov. It was. It, are you are you really surprised? <laughs> Those are not the three votes that I made for the Metro. I I, I can't remember the other two, but I know. I oh, I know. I, oh, I know that. Well, I mean, um, I'm only, only going to vote. I'm only going to vote Canes for the Metros. I mean, it just kind of makes sense. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. But yes, we gotta get we gotta get McCake there. It's got to happen. It does. Is it time to talk about the guy who we? Is it is it that time, Beth? I mean, it is time to start closing the episode, which means oh. that it's also time to talk about our Blackhawk of the episode. Okay. And it's episode 38. And how could we not talk about the amazing and wonderful and recently traded Brandon Hagel? It's still too soon. It is still too it's, soon, it's, it's but... Too- <laughs> I will always honor and cherish our everything bagels. Oh no, no, I no, no. I'm saying he's a great pick for the episode. It's oh, still yeah. too soon that the fact oh, that yeah. the trade that even happened, and I'm not. It still hurts. It still hurts. It. But again, it's. It, yeah. I sent you that Scott Powers article, right? Oh yeah, no, yeah. He, and he I did. and I did retweet it from the Well Hockey Twitter as well. 
Um, if you don't have an athletic subscription, I do have five free 30 day trials. Um, so, so hit me up, shoot me a DM with your email address and I will gift you one of my free 30 day trials so that you can kind of catch up on some of the stuff that we've been talking about. Um, the athletic is amazing. I a hundred percent recommend a subscription it, to it. It is worth every single penny. It's like what? Um, $7.99 a month. I think something I like no, that. I have no idea. I do the annual. Oh, I, I do too, but yeah. oh, you do. Oh, you do the annual. Okay. I, I do the monthly one. So I, I think cause I know I, cause I did it at the time where I got a whole year for like a dollar a month, but I think it's like yeah. $7.99 for the basic one. But I mean, it's, it's so good. It's, it's so worth it. But, um, just, if you don't have an athletic subscription, Zach, do you have any free gift subscriptions left over? Uh, I'm cause I know it resets every now and then. Um, give me a second. I can actually look. Yeah. So, but if you have, if you do not have an athletic account, um, please hit us up. I have five guest passes available for 30 days. Um, but, uh, that, that article is 100% worth a read and it really does. It, it kind of puts into perspective what's kind of been like, it, it was in my brain, but I couldn't figure out you have four. Okay. So together we have nine athletic guest passes. So if you do not have a subscription to the athletic hit us up slide into the dms on the the podcast twitter with your email address and we will get you hooked up for a 30-day guest pass um but we absolutely loved having brandon hagel on our team uh he was he was fun and i love that like they asked him about bagels and he was like i love bagels um well buddy we loved you too um yeah there, ha there has there has not Come been back. a 38 that that has happened really since since you're leaving last season the trade deadline um and i mean the only one before you was ryan hartman but he wasn't our bagel and we miss your everything bagels we miss you wearing the red and black but this episode is dedicated to you brandon hagel number 38 of the chicago blackhawks we miss you buddy but we wish you well and since we don't bring the band back together, please don't take any disrespect when I say, I hope that we never see you again. Um, <laughs> look, we wow. have learned, we have learned bringing the yeah. band back together does not work. No, like it does not work. I'm glad that the person who was so gung ho on doing it is gone. The only exception I would make to that is if, Kaner gets traded at the deadline, but he wants to stay and come back. Like that's different. Yeah. Cause um, it's Kaner. Well, not only is it Kaner, but he's been very vocal about wanting to be a part of this rebuild. Yeah. So if he makes that decision, like it's different than trading and bringing somebody back. Like we don't yeah. do that anymore at all. So if you're a free agent and you want to come back, Brandon Hagel, we support you. Oh but, yeah. You have to. But we don't support trading to get former players back anymore. No, thank you. Brandon saw it twice. <sighs> oh, pain. Um, also pain. Or Timmy Panarin. <laughs> I miss Breadman. Uh, but anyway, this has been fun. I kind of like how we split these up now because we get more time to talk hockey. We get way more time to talk woho. Yeah. And. It's, I'm kind of digging it. It seems like a lot of people liked our last episode because it's already gotten a good number of views already. Yeah. And it's yeah. been like so since I haven't Sunday. even checked the YouTube side of things. So we will talk about that behind the curtain off of the air. Um, mm. So my friend Zach, where can the humans find you on the internet? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at one true Zach. That's O-N-E true Zach. It's not like the number one. It's like the O-Neaters. Uh, in that sense, um, I have an Instagram. It's Zach R. Martin 22. If you just want to catch some random stuff that I just like to share and all that good stuff. Um, if you act, I've been meaning to put this out there for a while now. If you want to read my articles, because I work at Field Pass Hockey as the Charlotte Checkers uh, writer, I know it's not the Blackhawks affiliate, but it's, you know, still talking hockey. Uh, you can follow me over there at FPH Checkers. Um, if you want to catch up on any of my articles over there, uh, actually, I just wrote my 20th article last night since like, nice. yeah, my 17th one since December. So yeah, I've been on, I've been on a massive, a hot streak in terms of getting stuff done. So yeah, love it. 
Yep. Beth, where can people find you on the socials? So this is always where we confuse the people because my Twitter handle is at WonderBeffers. It's like the word wonderful, not the number one. Oh, like I wonder what happened to the donators? Absolutely. And I mean, if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can. It's at GoodBetterBeffers. I mostly post a lot about my cats and dogs and gym stuff. Um, and, and, the, and hockey. And yeah. hockey. But mostly sort my of. dog and my cat. No, no, you don't. What are you talking about? No, not you. Not you. I love them. And of course, make sure that you are following all of our social accounts. You can catch us on Twitter and Instagram at TalkWoHockeyPod and on YouTube at Let's Talk Woe Hockey. We're, we're hoping that you will like this video and maybe comment on it. If you would love to sauce us over a subscription, just make sure you hit the little bell and turn on all notifications. And wherever you're listening to this podcast, please stop by. Give us a five-star review. Leave us some comments. We might actually read the comments on air if we get them. So leave us some some words of happiness. Maybe we'll figure out like a giveaway we can do like for for a push for some reviews. Like we don't oh. we don't have very many. Well, if we get like the tw- if we if we get like the twenty five, we should uh, do a giveaway. Yeah, I mean, we do have a really cool thing coming out that we're not going to talk about yet until we get them. Um, so I'm excited for it. <laughs> I'm so excited for it. So for me, Beth, for my dude Zach, this has been the Brandon Hagel Everything Bagel episode <laughs> of Let's Talk Woe Hockey. We will catch you guys on Sunday when we do our Woe Ho Show. The Woe Show. The Woe Ho Show. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for watching this Five of the Game Sports Network podcast. Now avoid the selfie and go enjoy your game misconduct. See you next time.